This podcast is presented in collaboration with the Audio Production 2 class in the School of Media and Journalism at Arkansas State University. Hi, and welcome to Plot Talk. I'm your host, Ethan Looper, and I'm joined with my guest, Jake, and we're back with the legendary trilogy, Lord of the Rings, with the second movie, The Two Towers. Great input. So... Sorry, I didn't know you were my part. <laughs> you know, if you want to be the co-host of this thing, you got to know when I go quiet, that means you talk. I thought my mic cut out for a second, so I was just waiting for it to connect it back. <laughs> All right, then. So, do you got any opinions about this movie? You mean how it's very good and better than Harry Potter in every shape and form? Calm down, we'll get to that when we get to that, all right? <laughs> but... Just this movie in general. Do you have any feelings about just this movie? Honestly, no. It's just like very good. Like yeah. the rest of the trilogy. Uh, from what I heard, a lot of people say this is probably the weakest out of all of them. But I'm I'm not sure about that one. Well, this one you missed a lot of lore and stuff, and you wouldn't you would be lost in the last film. Well, they're not saying it's pointless. They're saying it's just the weakest. Which, I don't, I don't know what I don't know which one I would say is the weakest because the Battle of Helm's Deep is great, but at the same time though, the setup in the first movie is really good, and the battles in the final one are really good. So I don't know. I don't know which one I would say is the worst. But same here, good. Same here. They're both very good. Yeah, they're all really good. It's just, uh, it's just. I, I think it was always more of like a. If you had to choose, which one would be the worst? I think, but that's still really hard to choose. Mm-hmm. So, without any further delay, we're gonna get right into this movie, and it starts off with Gandalf telling the Balrog he cannot pass, and then they start falling. And this time we see him fall a lot longer than what we did in the last one. Because in the last one, he just kind of fell and then, okay, bye Gandalf. This one we see him falling, fighting the Balrog while he's falling. And they fall into water thing and then Frodo wakes up. And it turns out it was all a nightmare. Nope, Gandalf was right beside him all along. (laughs) Maybe maybe the real Gandalf was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) So, Gandalf's totally dead, guys. Don't worry. He's not coming back. Don't worry. He's dead. We promise. We just threw that in there just because we wanted to. That's for spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers for like a 20-year-old movie at this point. And a 70-year-old story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Next thing you're going to tell me is that spoiling, that me telling what happens... At the end of Romeo and Juliet is spoilers. Yeah, it is. I haven't read that yet. <laughs> Do you know how it ends? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course, I watched Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did have one, didn't he? Yes, it's awful. Yeah. I was I was genuinely confused for a minute. I'm like, wait, what? Because my mind, whenever you talk about Leonardo DiCaprio love story, it goes straight to Titanic. Mm -hmm. Which I think most people do, you know? But yeah, I forget he did have a Romeo and Juliet thing. You want to know something really weird? What? There's a Romeo and Juliet anime. Yep. But it's not, uh, like, it's loosely based on Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it has the names Romeo, Juliet, the Capulets, and the, what were they called, the Montesquieu's? Yeah, monocles or whatever. Monocles. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, we're getting all we're already getting off topic. It's not even five minutes into the episode, but you know what? It wouldn't be plot talk if we didn't go off the rails. So they're so Sam and Frodo start camping out again, and then we see Gollum slowly coming towards them to take the ring. Ah, uh, Gollum! You gotta hate him. <laughs> no, you gotta love him and also hate him at the same time. I will say this: he is a lot. He's very sympathetic in a way. Yeah, he's very sympathetic because 
I think that's why uh, F- uh, Frodo makes the decisions he does about uh, Gollum throughout the movie, throughout the movies and the and the books is that he's kind of like, okay, this could easily happen to me. No way I can justify killing this thing because of how it happened to him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, it was Sauron. Someone should cut off his hand. Mm-hmm. No, nothing to that, really? Yeah, I said, uh-huh. Oh, well. Oh, my bad, you said, uh-huh. Okay. Exactly. My bad. I'm so sorry. You should be. Okay, don't push it. <laughs> so, they t- they end up capturing, capturing Gollum because they're pretending to be asleep to catch him. Because Gollum had actually been following him since the first movie. And I think we forgot to mention that in the first in the first review. Well, basically, he's never seen. No, he is in the first one, like barely even seen. Yeah, but that's we probably still should have mentioned that, so that way it's not just like, oh, Gollum just so happened to find them right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's, so that's on us. No, Gollum was just like walking about, and having a merry day. He just stumbled upon them. Definitely not how that went. Definitely not. It's even especially with the dialogue that's given. <laughs> yeah. Uh but at one point during the first movie they that Gollum did find him. I it was three days before they went into the mines of Moria is when they found was when he found him. And he'd been following them for that long. So anyway, they catch Gollum and then they start dragging him along with the rope. And Sam is being very very rude with this thing. To be fair, he was correct in being really suspicious of him. Well, I mean, that's later. That's later. No, from what again, what he was, they were all previously told beforehand. Yeah, I guess, but at the same time, though, he does help out a lot. Granted, he does try to hurt a lot, too, but he does help out a lot. Yeah, one cancels out the other. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. It's, it's P, P Pimdas, you know, uh-huh. Pimdas. So if you try to kill some, oh sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. If you try to kill somebody, all you have to do is like be nice to them, and they'll if it cancels out. No, if you try to kill someone, all you have to do is give them directions, and it cancels out. Yep, <laughs> that's how that works. We promise, guys. You should try it. Just kidding. Don't try it. Next time, if you're ever put on court for murder. And if you try to give the guy directions, just tell that to the judge and he'll just let you go. We promise. Sure. So, Gollum is trying to lead them through the thing to the thing. And, oh, what happens next? He does Gollum things. Yeah, he's off running around. I think this is when we cut to the orcs who have Merry and Pippin. And they're running along, they're running along, and then they suddenly stop because one of them smells, as they put it, man flesh. That's gross. That's a gross way to put it. I know, man flesh, disgusting. Yeah, I wouldn't be caught dead with man flesh. I know, me either. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest, we're not really men, so. Yep, uh, if you go by the Spongebob song, I have, I'm have i a man because I have facial hair. Don't you shave? Yeah, I still have facial hair, though. Oh, okay. So. It's horrifying. I hate it. <laughs> uh, I need to shave, too, actually. So. We also, after the orcs pick up their scent, they start running faster, and I believe it's. Ah, uh, was it Mary who took the little uh pendant they had and that they were wearing and spat it onto the ground? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it was either Mary or Pippin who did that. And then we cut to Aragorn listening to a rock. He got very confused when someone told him to listen to rock music. It's it, very weird. And 
it turns out that he's actually using that to tell that they've picked up their speed. So they start running. Him, uh, Legolas, and Gimli. And I'll say this, they turned up the humor for Gimli in this movie. Especially compared yeah. to the last one. Well, he's got more comfortable around them. Yeah. Around the pointy ears. Mm-hmm. And they're running after him. They're running after him. And then it's nighttime, and the orcs are upset because they don't have any food. Or they've had... All they've had is maggoty bread. I don't and, know what they're complaining about. That's my favorite meal. Gross. And... <laughs> uh. One of them just sounds really funny to me. Like, when I was just watching it just the other day, it just sounded funny to me whenever one of them's complaining about the maggoty bread. He just goes, yeah. I don't know why I expect him to go, I'm a wise guy. Kind of sounds like it. He's yeah. fixing to do that. Yeah. And then they, then he sees uh, Mary and Pippin. He's like, hey, we can eat them. And then, like, the Captain Orc is like, no, these are Saruman's, these, yeah, Saruman's prisoners. We can't eat them. And then I think the same guy who just suggested to eat them snuck around behind them, was going to kill them for their food, for their meat, for their man flesh. No, I think that was someone else. Are you sure? Because I think it was the same one. It looked yeah. the same. Because then another one is the one that ends up trying to eat them throughout the entire thing. He tried to kill the orc, not Marion Pippin. No, he was going for Marion Pippin. I think we're talking about different orcs here. No, I don't think so. Hold I don't on. think... Uh, I don't think we're talking about different orcs. Hold on. I think he, like, threatened them. He wasn't trying to kill them. Okay, no, not this guy. The other guy. This guy. The orc with red eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This guy, I'm pretty sure, was the one that tried to sneak up and kill them. Because he's looking down at Merry and Pippin with his sword raised, and then he looks up and the Captain Orc is swinging at him. Oh yeah, but that's a different one because the... The other one actually went throughout the entire thing tried to eat him. But this no, one... The, I, at, I like, know the lead- go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I know the leader, and during that scene, it wasn't leader because the leader got uh, killed... A different way. No, that he wasn't the leader. I'm talking about the leader at work, whatever. Yeah, no, the leader was the one trying to protect him, is what I'm saying. Yeah, same. Okay, I think we're having... This guy was the first one to suggest that they eat the the, the hobbits. Mm-hmm. And then someone else joined in. He had, like, really light blue eyes joined in, like, saying that they should at least try to eat their legs or something like that, because they don't need that to live. And then this one snuck around behind them and was aiming, was looking down at Mary Pippin with his sword. And then he looked up and then the Captain Orcs spun around and killed him. Yeah. That's what meets back on the menu. Yeah. And then they all, all the Orcs dive onto the dead Orc and then start eating him. You see guts flying everywhere. It's very gross. And then, uh... Mary and Pippin start to sneak away, and then, like I said, the orc with like light blue looks like light blue eyes is about to kill one of them and eat them. And then suddenly he gets a spear in the back or something. And then a bunch yeah. of horse riders came in and start killing everybody. And it looks like Mary and Pippin get stomped on by a horse. And that's the end of their story. Tragic. Very tragic. And here I thought Boromir had the probably the most pointless death of all where he didn't even bother sa- where he couldn't even save the hobbits. Well, his his death was plot. Mm, yeah. It it becomes a major plot in uh the last one, definitely. Mm-hmm. But that we'll get to that next week. We need to focus on this one right here, right now. So then it cuts to daytime where I think we're back with Aragorn and his crew, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're still 
hunting down the orc army that has Marion Pippin. And eventually they see, they hide because they hear something coming. And then it's a bunch of horse riders and they're exiled from Rohan. Rohan? Rohan. Rohan. Yeah. I, I, keep... I Go ahead. The gun. I don't were they exiled yet? Yeah. Oh right, yeah. we forgot to sing. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> the King of Rohan. I, I keep wanting to say Rohan because it looks like Gohan. Rohan No, it feels like Rohan. It feels like Rohan is right. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's one of those like the characters and the movie pronounce it both ways, so anyway. Uh the King of Rohan uh his son is dead. And I believe his they're his niece and nephew, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. His niece and nephew. Uh his nephew says that there were orcs uh bearing the white hand of Saruman that were killing not only killed his son, but like killing a bunch of like villagers and stuff. And then that's when he gets exiled. Mm-hmm. By the king because uh, Warm Tongue uh, told him to do it. Basically, I think it was Warm Tongue who banished him since basically the king couldn't do anything. Oh uh, yeah, right. Because he couldn't really talk that well at that point. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he was under the spell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Heath. Threatens Worm Tongue, and then he gets taken out. Yeah, you're right. So anyway, these exiled people, who's led by Ro- Rohan's king's nephew, uh, are basically saying stuff like, "Hey, we killed a huge group of orcs, and we didn't leave any alive. Their bodies are over there. They're burning." So, uh, yeah, look at that. Yeah, go have fun. So they go over there. We see the main orcs. Magnor guy's head on a pike, which is brutal. And we see that there is this huge pile of carcasses. And then I think they see, was it another, was it uh, Pippin's uh, little pendant that they saw? It was a belt, I believe. The belt, yeah, the belt. And I think the belt was burned, so they were like, oh, they're dead. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who plays Aragorn kicks the helmet and he screams out because he broke his leg. In real life, not the movie. He yeah. broke his foot. Yeah, no, he didn't break his foot in, re- in the movie. He just broke his foot in real life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So then Aragorn notices something where he's like, wait a minute. Hobbits were crouching here and then they crawled away and they crawled into the forest and then it cuts to what Merry and Pippin were doing that night. And we see that uh, Pippin wasn't actually killed by the horse. They crawled away into the woods. And they were followed by the orc that was just threatening to kill them because apparently wanting meat is a lot more important than fighting. Horse. Yeah. So he follows after him. I just realized we forgot something else to bring up. Is that when the orcs were standing up, setting up camp, there were strange noises coming from the forest. And Pippin asks, like, what is making that sound? And Mary tells about how there used to be water that flows here that used to not only make the trees grow tall, but bring the trees to life. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, back to them being hunted by this orc that wants to eat them. Uh, they climb up a tree, and Mary's like, oh, hey, I think we lost him. And then the orc grabs him and drags him down. He's like, I'm going to eat you now. And then we see that one of the trees is alive. He's called an ant. And uh, I believe after he killed the orc, he called Mary and Pippin orcs as well. Yeah, because he doesn't know what a hobbit is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he says it's like orc trickery. Sounds like orc trickery or stuff like that. And he takes him to see the white wizard. So, they were working with Sauron all along. Yeah. And they were massacred afterwards. Yep. Very tragic. Very tragic. See, in my personal opinion, I, I think that's why a lot of people say this is the weakest, you know, because mm-hmm. they could have just killed Merry and Pippin when the orcs attacked, like when the orcs were attacked, 
But no, they drug it out, made it seem like they were going to live, and then they just killed him. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I can see why people say it's probably the weakest after that. You're so stupid. Anyway, so Aragorn, uh, Legolas, and Gimli are all following after him. And they stop in the forest and they realize that, hey, uh, this, the white wizard is nearby, or Aragorn says it, he's like, hey, the white wizard is nearby, we have to attack really fast or he'll cast a spell on us. So they turn around, like, spin around, and Legolas shoots an arrow at him, doesn't work. Gimli throws an axe at him, doesn't work. And Aragorn's sword gets really hot. So he has to drop it. Mm -hmm. And then the white wizard starts speaking and it actually sounds like a mix of Saruman, like it's a mix of Saruman and uh, Gandalf's voice. I really like that part. Yeah. Because he didn't know it was Gandalf until... Yeah. Uh, so, hey, spoilers, so, Aragorn tells the White Wizard to show himself, and, yeah, it's Gandalf, thanks for spoiling it, jeez, and, yeah, you suck, anyway, uh, and Aragorn actually refers to him as Gandalf, and he's just like, I don't know who you're talking about, I am Saruman, I'm Saruman, and then he's, then he just goes, oh yeah, I am Gandalf. You're right. I'm Gandalf the White. They used to call me that. Yeah. They used to call me Gandalf the Grey, so now I'm Gandalf the White. Have you checked out my new threads? So, I think at this point we go back to Frodo and Sam and Gollum in the bog, I believe. Oh yeah, that bog. Yeah, and I think this is where you can like really see the World War One aspect of uh, Tolkien's life. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because in World War One, the trenches would get like would when it rains, it would like be super muddy, and there'd just be dead corpses floating in the water. Mm-hmm. Very lovely stuff. Very lovely. And it's the bog of the dead. If you fall in, you're probably gonna die. No, so, it's because like those ghosts are never laid to rest, so yeah. their spirits haunt the waters. Yeah. So of course Frodo falls in. I have to admit that was actually a really creepy scene. Cause you because th- like you're expecting like something to come out of the water and grab him, but mm-hmm. no, he just he's staring at the water. One of the things open opens their eyes and he falls in. I believe it was the the ring who was calling. Maybe. Maybe. There's no it had no it didn't have effect on anybody else but Frodo. I mean it, I think it's only affecting him because he's the closest to it. Like he's the one bearing the ring. So Yeah, that's what I meant. Like yeah. So Frodo falls in the water and there's a bunch of ghosts everywhere, it's very spooky. And then Gollum actually pulls him out of the water to save him. And then they all go hide in, in a bush because the Nazgul are back. And this time they have flying beasts instead of just horses. Mm-hmm. Why have a horse when you could fly? Yep, I, I mean, you're not wrong. How much horsepower do you think that thing has? Probably more than one horse. I don't know. One horse has 15 horsepower. It has to have at least 15 horsepower. (laughs) Eh, Probably. So. uh, They're hiding from the Nazgul. And. Trying to remember. Do they see the army that's joining with Saruman here? Or is that a little bit later? After another scene. I, uh, yeah, I think it's there. Okay, so they go on a little bit further, and they see this great big army that isn't orc, it's man, but 
they're aligning themselves with Saruman, and they even have giant elephants, or oliphants. Point a Hannibal. Hmm. You know, I have to admit, it's really funny to think that uh, Tolkien created this huge world with this huge backstory that is, like, super intricate, super detailed. Mm-hmm. And then he calls giant elephants oliphants. The ant that Merry and Pippin meet up with has a beard, so he's called Tree Beard. When Gandalf's wearing gray clothes, he's Gandalf the gray, and when he's wearing white clothes, he's Gandalf the white. Yeah. It is really funny to me. And I, I, I'm kind of similar, right? You know, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to be a writer myself, and I'm like, okay, here's like this huge backstory. Uh, what do I call these people? This guy's George. Good enough. Well, in my opinion, like with Gandalf's perspective, I believe like he was trying to symbolize something with the gray and the white. Yeah. Uh, I know that wizards aren't human. They're actually their own race. Like, I know that. And Gandalf is uh, the only male of his entire race. What? You didn't know that? Gandalf is uh, the only male in his entire race. And there's a male every hundred years. Saruman. Gandalf. No, Saruman is a man. Mm-hmm. And he's also a wizard. Mm-hmm. So how is Gandalf the only male of his race? A male is only born every 100 years. Are you... Are you sure you're not confusing them with the Gerudo? Yes. Yes, I am. Not... <laughs> Yes, I am sure. <laughs> uh, all right then. So, uh, anyway, uh, Frodo and them are about to escape when they get captured by uh, what's he called? F- Fenrir. Was that his name? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, no, it's not. Hold on. Lord of the Rings. Faramir Faramir not Fenrir Fenrir is the Norse wolf Mm. I was way off so Faramir captures Frodo and Sam but Gollum managed to get away and then they get taken prisoner and then we cut back to Aragorn and them they're going up to Rohan and they go see the king and then Gandalf performs an exorcism. It happens. Yeah. And one really, one thing I really liked was uh, the effect they did after uh, the King of Rohan is no longer under Saruman's spell, mm-hmm. and how he de-ages. I thought that looked that's that still looks really cool. Yes. Because you have to think it could have been so easy to like cut behind him and have like maybe the hair change. Mm-hmm. No, they did the entire face. It looks really good. Like, honestly, the effects in these movies just look really good. A lot better than Harry Potter effects. <laughs> We're not talking about Harry Potter, okay? I know. I'm just dissing it. No, no, no Harry Potter. My podcast, I say no Harry Potter. If, yeah, I have it, if I have it my way, no Harry, Harry Potter ever. Yeah, I can see why. Okay, okay, so context for those who are listening who don't understand what I'm talking about. It's not that I just hate Harry Potter, okay? Because Yusu, I, I liked it enough, you know? It was alright. It wasn't anything major. And then I went to A-State. And... They had a class called Studies in in the Literatures of the Fantastic. As it turns out, it's essentially a Harry Potter fan book club. Ugh. Yeah. So, go ahead. Don't forget the Quidditch team. Oh, right. Ace has... It's not just a team. It's a Quidditch club. Odd. 
I'm still upset that we have Quidditch, but we don't have dodgeball. Mm-hmm. That upsets me. In so many ways. And I know I could probably, like, get a club started, but I, I'm lazy. So, yeah, I... After going through a whole semester of talk, having to read and talk about Harry Potter, it was just kind of like, yeah, no, I'm done with this series. I'm done. Just completely. I'm tired of it. Hmm. You want to add, add anything? Harry Potter poo-poo. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know that thing from, like, Pottermore that they added that everyone was really confused by? No. Uh, okay, so a lot of the stuff that Pottermore adds, it's, it's like, back, not really backstory. It's more like just background details about certain places that really you don't need to know at all. Mm-hmm. And one of them was about how, oh, and by the way, every single thing that they post that's considered canon is approved by J.K. Rowling. Like, when they post something like, this thing in history was used to do this, 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 and this. It's like, it's approved by J.K. Rowling. So, the one I'm talking about is, wizards, uh, Hogwarts didn't used to have toilets. Until, like, I believe it was the either the late 18th century or the early 19th century. Hold on. Keep talking while I look this up. Why would you know why? This is so stupid. But Lord of the Rings, the better version. Or not the better version, the better movie in all aspects. And better books, to be honest. Okay. Found it. Before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century... Witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and banished the evidence. I don't like that. This is a thing. Please, no. This is a thing. Okay. <laughs> I just love seeing the people's reactions. Disgusting. Just people's reactions to the tweet, I mean... People are pointing out that there were bathrooms before they had plumbing. Kirby's calling the police. (laughs) Uh, That's really cursed. I didn't... Did not need to know that fact. You're welcome. No. You're welcome. Someone pointed out a very interesting question about this. Did they get rid of the evidence just from the floor? Or, like, did they still have to wipe? Uh... You're welcome. That's bad. Yeah, very bad. Very bad. Let's change subject now. <laughs> I'm sorry. You you keep talking. I'm just gonna keep reading some tweets. Please stop. No, you. I'm not gonna read them out loud. I'm not gonna read them out loud. Just okay. Talk about the thing. Yep. So we were at the Organelle performance and exorcism, correct? Yes. Okay. So Ganelf, along with the other three people in the Fellowship of the Ring perform the exorcism at Roadhand. Then once, I believe, yeah, then once uh, that all happened or whatever went down, they prepared for battle because the orcs were going to attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, the King of Rohan also sends Wormtongue away. And w- mm-hmm. Wormtongue runs off to Saruman. I don't think it's ever seen again. No, he is. Remember I mean, the, after the, this. Yeah, the scene where he's like where they're talking about capturing Helm's Deep. Yeah, I know that, but like after this movie and stuff, he's never seen again. In the extended edition he is. And there's a reason why you don't see him in the rest of the last movie. 
Because this happens at like the very beginning of the movie, but we'll talk about that when we get to that. He's so, dead. Yes. So. Uh, oh yeah, I couldn't find any more interesting tweets about the wizards pooping themselves. So. Good. <laughs> good. Just good. So. I feel like if we ever talked about Harry Potter, we'd be too distracted with stuff like that. Uh, so. Rohan, the king of Rohan, is convinced by Aragorn that they need to move everybody in Rohan to Helm's Deep because that'll be a lot safer. And Gandalf is like, okay, you guys have fun. I'm going to go do my own thing. Bye. Well, wasn't like he uh, on a mission? Spoiler alert. Well, that's kind of the spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You want to catch his hand, son? Are you going to try to punch me through the mic? Yep. Try it. Uh. Uh. I don't like that moaning. I really, <laughs> do. I really don't. I never want to hear that again. I never want to hear that again. So, he Gandalf tells Aragorn something like, when the dawn breaks on the fifth day, look to the east, is what he says. I thought it was the third day. Or third day. One of those days. And then Gandalf's like, okay, now I'm gonna head out. I'm sure you guys could really use my help. I'm sure you could. But, but I, 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 okay. but I'm gonna go back to the Prancing Pony. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get wasted. Have fun. Later, losers. <laughs> Later, losers. I'm the only one that can come back from the afterlife. Get struck down immediately instead. <laughs> he just stays dead this time. <laughs> yes. No, he comes he comes back as Gandalf the Grey again. No No My Clean Threads. So anyway, they're moving the people from Rohan and the niece of the King of Rohan is starting to take an interest in Aragorn. And that's a no-no because Aragorn has an elf lover he wants. Spoilers. Uh, it's not spoilers. That's in the first movie. No, his father's his father dissuaded him. His father's dead. No, the girl's father. Which didn't say you said his father. I know. <laughs> what do you know about her that I don't? Everything. Ew. <laughs> so. They're off on this little adventure of going to Helm's Deep, and then they get attacked by, I believe they're called Caragorns. The creatures that the orcs mm-hmm. are riding. Caragorns. Yeah. And they get a, they get into a battle, and Aragorn actually gets caught on a, a Caragorn. A, hmm, that's funny. Am I actually saying the name right? Because I want to know. Hold on. Caragor. Not Caragorn. Caragor. So Aragorn gets caught on a Caragor. And they end up taking a dive off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And, you know... That's always fun. Yeah. Uh, I've done again, multiple times. Yeah. Gimli and uh, Legolas look over the cliff, and there's a bunch. There's just a raging river, so you know he's alive. So they end up getting to Helm's Deep without Aragorn. Aragorn eventually wakes up, and he a horse shows up to help him, and then they go, and he goes to Helm's Deep. That was his horse. Yeah, from the first movie that ran off. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, while that's all going down, uh, uh, Frodo and Sam are being interrogated by Faramir, and it turns out that Faramir is Boromir's brother. Uh Oh, that's not going to be helpful. (laughs) 
and in the extended version we actually no wait no that's in the i believe that's in the extended version in the third one but it might be this one uh i think it's i think it's this one where we see that uh boromir uh helped save a city that faramir was defending and we see uh boromir and faramir's dad he's like praising boromir like, hey, you did so good. I'm so proud of you, son. I'm so glad to be your father. And then Boromir's like, hey, this is partially his victory, too. And point, pointing to Faramir. And his father, Faramir, Faramir's father is just like, I hate you. You're a disappointment. Why can't you be more like Boromir? I literally just killed... I just won this for you, father. Why won't you love me? <laughs> father, please love me. No. I I, yeah. I only have one son. I have one son, and I have a mistake. Yeah, Boromir. Which one died in the first movie, huh? <laughs> spoilers. That's not spoilers. We're talking about the second one. <laughs> I know. It's like when you said that... Me, It's like when you me telling you that Metal Gear Solid came out on the PS1 was lore. It was? No, it's not. That is not lore. My mind's shaking. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm I'm just going to straight up hurt you. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Like next time I see you, it's gonna be just like that. It happens. I'm gonna make Mortal Kombat look like a joke. I'm gonna call the police now. <laughs> uh, the police can't help you now. So, anyway, uh, they end up seeing Gollum catch a fish in like some sacred water or something. It's like forbidden to go in. Yeah. And we see Gollum dive in. He grabs a fish. He's just banging it against a rock. Of course, wouldn't you? No. Why I'd, not? I would cook it. First, you gotta bang against the rock to kill it. No. It suffers. Rude. Honestly, I was expecting a different reaction, but alright. I'll take it. So, uh, is about to give the order to kill Gollum and... Uh, Frodo's like, no, no, wait, don't kill him. And then Gollum ends up getting captured by Faramir and all his guys, and he ends up hating the hobbits again because he actually started to, he actually started to be able to resist the ring's pull, and he actually started referring to himself as Smeagol, which was his actual name. So really, you could argue that if uh, Faramir didn't use Frodo to capture Gollum, then issues that happened later may not have happened at all. Mm-hmm. Because it does seem like after, uh, like, Smeagol told Gollum to go away, is that he was genuinely trying to be helpful. Yeah. So, oh yeah, the whole reason with the Smeagol and Gollum thing is that Smeagol was the person who found the ring, but he started being called Gollum because of the way he coughed. So. Uh, Yep. You good? Yeah, that was a joke to the coughing. Oh. I was going to say, it did not sound like Gollum. I know. Jeez. Jeez. Sorry I'm not perfect. You're nowhere near perfect. Same for you, my friend. I know. Trust me, I am aware. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we cut back to Helm's Deep and they're getting ready for battle. And the king is like, oh, don't worry. There's no way they can break into this place. There's like one structural weak point, and it's a pipe. How are they going to do anything with that? No, it's a drain. Basically. Or it's a drain. Close enough. And uh, we cut to Saruman and Wormtongue. And Wormtongue's like, okay, dude, we can't take Helm's Deep. And Saruman's like, 
We totally can. And they're talking about how there's no way to actually penetrate it. And Saruman's like, hey, don't worry. I got a plan to penetrate it. And then uh, Wormtongue's like, hey, even if we penetrate it, we'll need like a thousand, an army of a thousand to, you know, take it. And Saruman's like, actually, we need 10,000. And Wormtongue's like, hey, we can't. There's no such thing as a force like that. And then he walks out and we see roughly 10,000 orcs. Yeah, that's a big bra moment. Yeah. He actually starts crying. Loser. Imagine crying could be me. <laughs> sure, okay. So what if I cried like six times during the whole three movies? <laughs> <laughs> a whole six, huh? I cried six times during all the movies, yep. All, wait. Like, throughout all three of them, you cried six times. Yep. Like... You didn't cry six in each one. You just cried six total, okay? Yep. Okay, as I say, I was about to ask, like, what happened in the first movie that made you cry? Uh. And off. <laughs> uh, don't worry. He's okay now. He's got, he got new clothes. He's fine. Yay, he's fine. <laughs> so... Uh, anyway, they're getting ready for a battle, and the people at, Ro the Rohan people are joined by the elf people, some of the elf people, to help defend Helm's Deep, and then the orcs show up, and then there's this huge, huge battle. A lot of people die. Yeah. A lot of orcs, a lot of elves, a lot of men. Mm -hmm. And despite Legolas being like a perfect shot every other time, the one time he needs to kill somebody, he just ultimately fails. Because plot. Mm. Uh, he hits, like, seriously, the entire rest of the time, Legolas has been able to, like, hit orcs in the head, no problem, but this particular orc is just like, nah. I'm good. Like, nah, bro, I'm good. I want a real challenge. Exactly. Yeah. So the battle f for Helm's Deep is going on. Meanwhile, I believe the battle of uh, oh, what is that place called? That Faramir takes Frodo and Sam to. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. That uh, uh, slipped my mind. I know, right? Uh, keep talking while I look it up. I know it was like once they, uh, whatever, once they were brought there, those rays started, not those rays, uh, wirens, that's what they were, they started to come down and started destroying people while the orcs crossed. We're trying to take hold of the city and they were crossing, I believe. No, that's different. That's the next movie. Yeah. Gonna skip that part. Uh, it was oh. the city that was outside Minas Tirith. Yep. But I can't remember what that's called. Also, the thing about Minas Tirith is it's like right next to Mordor. Mm-hmm. And also Minas Tirith looks awesome. But we don't... I don't think we really see it in this movie. Nope. We see the city that's close to it, but not this particular one. So, anyway, they take him to there, and Frodo goes all poltergeist... And he goes, they're here. And then it turns out, hey, the Nazgul are here. Or I think it was just one particular Nazgul that was here. Mm -hmm. And then a bunch of orcs. And Frodo ends up going up to say hi to the ring wraith. It's like, hey, you want your ring, man? I got your ring. Here, you want it? You want it? And then Sam's like, hey, don't tease him. He throws him down a flight of stairs. I mean, wouldn't you teasing somebody is just wrong. Yeah. And for throwing him down a flight of stairs, Frodo pulls a sword on him. What an ungrateful friend. And then Sam's like, it's just a prank, bro. And then Frodo's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. He backs off. Mm -hmm. How to butcher the Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh, but I, in all honesty, I really do like this uh, scene because it does show how much it messes with uh, your mind. 
And then I think this is where Sam lays into Faramir. He's like, hey, you want to know how your brother died? He tried to take the ring. It, it consumed him. You can't use the ring. The ring will consume you. <laughs> It'll consume you like people on Twitter consume Marvel. Marvel's eh. <laughs> That's not even me trying to make a dig at Marvel. It's just me talking about how people on Twitter will just love anything Marvel does. I know. So, anyway. We're, we're already targeting one really big franchise right now. We don't need to target another, okay? Mm-hmm. We already targeted Harry Potter. We don't need to start targeting Marvel. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is my show. I'll get the blame for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know that, don't you? You know it's gonna fall on me. <laughs> I'm I'm going to hurt you. I'm going... You're gonna catch these hands, I swear. Bet. Uh, okay, fine. I'm, I'm coming right now. <laughs> we still had to do this podcast though what'd you say stuff to do the podcast i could just hit stop recording bye everybody this has been plot talk i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna kill this guy now <laughs> anyway uh anyway uh we cut back to oh yeah faramir is like okay you two leave go now go away and get. what are you saying get i said get i said get boys I don't want no halflings around here. And uh, we cut back to Helm's Deep where they're uh, hidden inside the castle. Oh, right. We completely forgot to mention that they managed to exploit the one weakness Helm's Deep had. Oh, yeah. We completely Buy gunpowder. For- yeah. Really, a lot of gunpowder and a very suicidal orc. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> he freaking swan dived into the gunpowder. I mean, wouldn't you? No. Especially not with a torch in my hand. Coward. Okay, fine. You can do it for me later. Nah. Coward. It's your job. No, it's your job. No. Yeah. I say it's your job, so it's your job. That's how it works. Nah. Yeah. Bet. How much? $59. How much? $69. You're a child. No. Yes. If your mind went there, then you're the child. What? If your mind went there, that means you're the child. You're the one that said 69 in the first place. So? What's 69? Why 69 then? Tell me. For the rapper, 69. Yeah, you are a child. No. Are you talking about Takashi 69? Yeah. Yeah, it you would've... are a child. Do you know who Takashi 69 is? I've only heard one of the songs, yes. Uh, what song is that? Because I need to be sure if we're talking about the same guy. The one he released after he got out of jail for snitching. I don't remember what that one is. Really? It was all like it was like a meme. I know there was one before he went to jail. Nope. Gucci Gang? Nope. Yeah, that was the one I was talking about. But yeah, if you're referring to Takashi 69 yeah, you are a child, so. Anyway. Man, we're just going after every single <laughs> yeah. thing right now. Rap. Nobody's safe. Harry Potter. We're not safe. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Although I don't think many people are going to be upset that we dissed Takashi 69 Mm-hmm. So, anyway. This is a weird episode, man. We need to get back to the topic. Yeah. We're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, sorry if this episode's a really weird episode. I've had, like... Probably a collective uh, three on Monday, <laughs> Monday night. Uh, no, it was like four on Monday night. Uh, three Tuesday night. Okay, so and in the last th- two days, I think I've had a collective of seven hours of sleep. 
It happens. Uh, it's personal family stuff that's been going on, but yeah, I'm, out of the last 48 hours, I've spent seven of it asleep. So, you know, I, I'm very healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't have major bags under my eyes. I'm not tired. So, anyway, we get back to the Helm's Deep battle where they're hiding out in it, in the castle, or the keep, or whatever. And the king's like, I'm gonna give up. And Aragorn's like, you shouldn't give up. And the king's like, okay. They get on their horses, and they ride off, because remember, these are the horse people. They're known as the horse lords. Not the horse lords. I just imagine that's what one of the orcs said. Yes, that'd be amazing. <laughs> it, it sounds like that. It sounds like the orc that suggested they eat Merry and Pippin first, too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not gonna try to do the impression right now. I'm too tired. So uh, we see that they take the battle back to outside, and then. Aragorn's like, oh yeah, it's been the third day. I'm going to look to the east. Oh, hey, it's Gandalf. And oh, Gan- hi, Gandalf. And Gandalf shows up with the exiled of Rohan's forces. And they come down and they kill everybody. And then it ends with all that being happy. And Sam and Frodo talking about them being heroes and legends in the Shire. Meanwhile, Gollum is plotting their demise. Talking about feeding them to her. Big Bertha. Yes, Big Bertha. You got it. You get a gold star. Yay. You get the one ring. Yay. Guess what I'm going to do with the one ring. (laughs) You just cut out. You're like, yay. Guess what I'm going to do with the one ring. Go to Disneyland? You know it. (laughs) <laughs> so uh that is the movie i believe i think that's it unless i'm forgetting anything else am i nope that sounds about it okay so yeah that's the episode things happened uh the movie itself is a really good movie despite our butchering of it talking about it mm-hmm we're we're sorry to any major Lord of the Ring fans. We are just I'm just dead tired, and I don't know what his excuse is. Tired as well. I'm not feeling well. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, the movie itself is honestly really good. Uh, I have a hard time choosing which one I would say is the weakest out of all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. would you give this one a ten as well? Of course. I think, as I say, I think you gave the last one ten. Yeah, they're all three tens. Three tens. All right. Mm-hmm. It gets a collective thirty. Mm-hmm. Next time we're talking about the Hobbits. Yeah. Hobbits movies. You know. Yay! You know the I most s- loved thing from Lord of the Rings, the well, Hobbit. I the other two. Uh, I haven't seen the last one. I haven't seen any of them. Really? Wow. No. I mean, granted, you don't need to to watch the movie, at the watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but I'm actually, still, I'm actually reading The Hobbit though, so there's that. And I think I know why people have issues with the Hobbit trilogy of the movies. And it's that the Hobbit seems a lot smaller than, or at best, is the same size as the Two Towers and Return of the King. But there's only one Hobbit book. It was wow. put into three movies. Did not know that. Yeah, so... And like I said, looking at them from over here, The Hobbit seems to... Actually, seems to be uh, smaller than The Two Towers and The Return of the King. Dang. Don't know why they thought they could make an entire trilogy off of it. But, you know... <laughs> Well, it's just a thing with like uh, those kind of books in there in that time when the movies came out. They made three parts of basically everything. Not really. Uh, at most, you'd see what like Harry Potter did where they make the last movie two movies. 
And I will give Harry Potter this. They had a good reason for making their last movie two parts. Because the book is gigantic. And even with how much stuff they cut out from the series and the movies, there was still too much to make into a single movie. They're cowards is what they are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd probably give... Yeah, I'd probably give all Lord of the Ring movies 10 out of 10s. Uh, I don't... Uh. See, my thing is, though, with... Specifically with Return of the King, is that... I feel like there are, like, really vital scenes that are cut out. Specifically with uh, Saruman and uh, Wormtongue. So I don't know if I can give that one a perfect 10 out of 10. I mean, at worst, it's a 9.5. But at the same time, though, I, I don't know. I don't know. But this mm-hmm. one, I would say, is a 10 out of 10. I can't think of any scenes that's in the extended version that I would say was required for the normal version. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. I can't think of really anything else to say about it besides it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 IGN. <laughs> 7 out of 10, too many orcs. <laughs> too much water. Oh, I should have saved that one for the first one because of the water horses. Or, in George Martin case, you're a 10 because not enough sex. <laughs> you say George R.R. R. Martin? Yeah. Okay. Because it sounded like you just said that as like two different names George Morton or something like that I was like who's George Morton it's the Simpsons versions of George George R.R. R. Martin George R.R. R. Martin's not a good uh, author I don't know I've never read the books so I don't know I tried it and it was eh. yeah. uh, so Okay, we need to stop attacking other franchises right now. We really do. We really do. To everyone listening, most of this has been him. (laughs) So, if you're mad, go find Jacob. Uh, Okay, so this has Uh, been Plot Talk, and I'll see you all next time. Bye! Bye! And uh, Jacob's address is... uh, He lives lives in... uh, (laughs) 